0: To the extended cut. Thanks so much for uh joining us. We took a week off last week, but we are back today. John Reeves joining me here.
1: Hey, hey how's everybody?
0: They're doing great. They're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you ask, How's everybody? <laughs> I
1: just assume they're going to answer in their car, wherever they are. That's
0: right. That's right. <laughs> well, we uh we've been in the series for a couple of weeks now, we the we series, and yep. we've put kind of a verb on the back end we serve. Mm -hmm. We Love, um, We Die, kind of a three-week series. So I thought it would be good for people to know. I mean, all of our churches are are preaching this. We're all coming around it. And, of course, most people would know we all preach the same series. But uh, I think it would be good for people to hear where this came from. What what was the genesis of the We series and why now? Yeah,
1: yeah, I really— It grew to the pronoun we. We started with words like together and united, and even as we watch our nation struggle through the COVID uh, Mm. situation and and the race relationships and even the election that's upcoming, Mm. it just seems like uh, everybody's going to their corner and really not talking, certainly not listening. Mm. And So, uh, man, just the more I thought about the people of God, we're supposed to be the opposite of that. Mm. And so... At the beginning I really want to call it together and then it seems like everybody in the world started using the word together. Everybody, our whole nation's feeling this. The school system used the word together. Like That's we're right. trying to pull people together and uh so then we kind of work toward this this simple pronoun, which I'm I'm pretty excited this week is all throughout the scripture. Mm. That when they talks about the church and what's crazy is that includes Christ. Like he includes himself in the mm. we often. Um I got excited about it, and I want to remind us that we have a place to belong, mm-hmm. and we have responsibility uh, as as a group together to uh, accomplish the purposes of Jesus. So we serve. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, yeah. Uh, we love this last week. Mm-hmm. Talk about those. Yeah. So we serve was like, uh, you know, sometimes when you just. You're winning in an uh, athletic event. You just say, it's too easy. Well, mm. we served for a radius was like right in our wheelhouse. And it seems like every guy got to deliver that message at at one of the six campuses. And it just flowed off our tongue because mm. that has been our story for 17 years. And so it really was a celebratory Sunday. It, it was really cool to see it connected uh, to the work of Christ here on earth as, as he was a servant, um, finished as a servant, right? Mm uh what was what was I thought was particularly interesting was we love because you can serve and not love, but you can't love and not serve and it yeah. was it was a good for me personally and hopefully for radius as a whole as our different guys represented in different voices. It was a reminder, hey, we could be known for service and not be known for love mm. and uh we got great stories at radius of of love and Certainly, as we, as we launch groups again, we have these loving relationships inside of group, so we're excited about that. We want to encourage people to get in groups, but there's still a character piece of love that, that we have to keep working toward, that, that the Lord demonstrated, and the Holy Spirit gives us the potential to love in a way nobody else can. But good to remember, as much as Lexington, Saluda, Irmo talk about our works of service they ought to be talking about how much we love each other as well, mm. according to the scriptures. So yeah, I, I, that was a that was a fun one and it was convicting for me. Cause you can get to running and serving mm. and almost lose touch with who you're serving. That's right. Which uh, uh it's silly, but happens happens over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I, I found it timely
0: from I mean, just speaking from Lexington's standpoint, I found it really timely, especially the we serve you know, we've gone into isolation, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. whether we want to admit it or not for, you know, better part of six months. And you're talking about some people have really been creative with how to interact with people and serve folks. And, you know, the groceries on the go was really cool in the throes Very of COVID. Cool. Yeah. Um. But man, just to, to really say, hey, let, let's emphasize this again. Like this isn't a time for us to 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 clam up and sit on our hands, but really to to go brainstorm some ways to to put our people in play. Yep. Um I felt like that was I felt like it was really good. I know just from timing with schools, ability to serve our teachers. I know Saludo, they fed all of those schools out there. Um I know Joe's got a at White Knoll's got an amazing relationship with principal. Mm-hmm. Um the stuff Ross does Kind of, I mean, at Ermo. Creative and yeah, good grief. He's he's in some stuff that most of us couldn't even pry our way into. That's exactly right. Um, and then you know, here at Lexington, trying to trying to feed uh, teachers mm-hmm. uh, for the entire month of September. Uh, just really, really good to say, hey, we this is what
1: we do, and let's get back to that. Yeah, I think uh, so. So there's this corporate. For lack of a better word, where we partner to do stuff, which is really fun. Yeah. So, under the stress of the early COVID, we had a couple huge events. But now it's kind of cool to see each of the each of the campuses kind of own its own geography and mm. and uh, come up with creative ways to serve. And then for for, um, for our partners, certainly for people taking this in, then, we, then what we continually emphasize at radius is for us to be responsible for our very specific geography, which mm. is my kids' teachers and my mm. neighborhood and uh, the coaches that coach my kids and the other team. So we don't want to get away from that. And COVID kind of has us kind of a little timid on those things. You're, you know, when you don't know whether fist bump or give them a chicken wing or shake hands, like That's there's right. all this confusion. And I think for Radius, we're, this this should be our our heyday, man. We'll innovate and figure out how to keep doing it. The Holy Spirit uh, has done this for couple thousand years and been just fine. Doesn't matter if there's persecution. (laughs) He had not been really intimidated by any pandemic. So good times for us.
0: Yeah, it was cool today. I uh, walked into an elementary school meeting a principal talking about, hey, we're putting a food truck here and just Over the top excited, but when I walked in, everybody in there is wearing a mask. All the chairs are six feet apart. She sticks her hand out, and I'm like, "This is great! This is what I'm talking about." Shaking hands. Perfect. She's like, she looked at me. She, you know, I don't know what we're supposed to do, but just shaking. We're good. We're good. That's right. That's That's right. Uh, Super fun. Well, that that day, Mark three. That was the passage you wanted us to use. The um, I, I know for you as you got away and and. Uh, said, "Hey, this is this is the passage that we want to focus on here." Yeah. Um, it, the context of it being the family of Jesus really throughout that chapter is kind of highlighted as they're not sure what to do with Jesus. He's kind of the crazy uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he is you know, indeed. We, we, they're trying to trying to shoo him away in some places. They're trying to uh, restrain him in others, and then. He's been teaching at this house and they show up. And I can only imagine that the word they're wanting to have with him is probably yeah. more like, hey man, are you when are you leaving town? When are you gonna quit this thing? Yeah,
1: you're embarrassing us. Yeah, you're yeah, exactly yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. and what well, they call that intervention. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they were looking to have one. Yes, right? they were. It's uh clearly there were four the four brothers and it says sisters. We don't know how many half-sisters he had, but at least mm-hmm. two. Yep. So I mean there's Seven people at the door, including mom. Yep. And, and man, he, he shuts the conversation down and really, um, you know, I mean, you can think about it in terms of how they would have felt, and that 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 would have clearly be a sermon for another time, right? But more importantly, when he looks at the disciples and the people gathered around him and says, No, you're my family, mm-hmm. um, and you're my family, and people are going to know it because you're serving, mm-hmm. um, I, I just wonder what that moment's like for those folks sitting in that room when he calls them family.
1: Yeah, I had to. Van, you know, yeah, you wonder how they process it because they obviously were already enjoying friendship. Mm-hmm. And many of them, when we read about the disciples, uh, they seem ready to establish a kingdom. Like they they're ready to go to war. Like mm-hmm. they they've got this dream in their head. But family's a whole nother, mm-hmm. whole nother level. And that was, ah, mean, I know that. I've known that for years based on the Bible, but just remembering that I that Jesus loves me like that, mm-hmm. that, he, that I am a part of his family was, uh, was just refreshing to walk back through and understand that. Again, I think for folks listening right now, so, sometimes it's about understanding something again. Mm. It's not about learning something new. I knew that, but to go back and really be reminded that when he says we... It's not about just the church. It's about him and the church. Mm. And that is that's the beauty. It's not that great. That just the church is together. The beauty is that he's the head of the church. That's right. That he is uh the one who loves us and leads us. And uh that was super refreshing. And then the service piece mm. uh in the passage he says, does the will of 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 God. Those are my brothers, sisters, brothers and sisters and mother. That was it's a good refresher because sometimes it gets tiring mm. serving. You just like, no. is anybody watching? Yeah, you know, like, and, and does anybody understand the mm. sacrifice that goes with service? And certainly, it was just a reminder. Hey, the head of of the family, he understands, yeah. and he's watching. He's looking for that, mm. um, and modeling it, and modeling, modeling it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was it was a fun passage. I, you know, when I was reading through it. I got away and was reading through the book. That one just jumped off the page to me. If I was going to think about together.
0: Hmm.
1: we that particular passage was was rich
0: it's been fun to think about this in terms of um, some of these these core values or guiding principles so one of them are we are family or family is family yeah Um, and then another one is we do our job yep uh, which has to do with service love our neighbor we love um, so several of those just kind of fit right yeah yeah, this is who we are so it makes a lot of sense uh, when you preach, you introduce this passage with the idea of what we call Sunday morning as a service. Yeah I don't I, I, m- my bet is most people don't think about it in terms of like the root word to serve.:
1: No, I, I honestly, I hadn't. yeah, I was just thinking, we call this thing a service, yeah, like what we're doing right now. Yeah. but in reality, you got all variety of folks putting into play their gifts for mm. the body. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we we just focus so much on what's on stage. And certainly, you know, when you and I preach or uh, somebody leads worship, there's some gifting and we're playing it out in front of people. So we're literally serving them. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's all kinds of other service going on that is often unmentioned or Mm -hmm. really don't recognize that uh, the the lady taking care of children in the back, she's serving our children, Mm -hmm. not, not just by babysitting, but by delivering to them the good news that we talk about all the time, the the, yeah. the Bible, and that goes for all sorts of activity that happens on a Sunday.
0: I got to thinking about it in terms of um, people coming to a service and how Christ serves us. Um, so the easiest way to see it, because we, we take the bread and juice every week, yep. and... Uh, When you think about initially how that went down, Jesus served that meal. Yes, he did. Um, And so he gave a meeting. He explained it. And so when we think about it in terms of a worship service, Mm. we're served this bread and juice that is a reminder of the body and blood. Yep. Another one I thought of uh, when I think about it is, In Acts 6, I believe it is, when when these first servants or deacons are going to be appointed, it says, we don't have time to serve the widows, but we're going to give our ministry, or the word is service, Mm. to the preaching of the word. And for us, when we sit under that, we are being served the word of God. And then Ephesians 5, when it says, Christ loved the church and he washed her and cleansed her with the word of God um just the idea of sitting in and thinking man this is a t- this is an opportunity to be served and i know i know there's probably a good pushback to that and we don't want to be um consumers consumers mm-hmm. but there's that's not it's uh, not necessarily being a consumer when you come and you're having your feet washed by jesus you're having your absolutely right you know served by
1: him mm-hmm. so something yeah. about sometimes we push that uh yeah, there's a willingness to come and eat. So, so when you're being served, you, as when we come together on a Sunday, our, everybody's got to come in ready and willing mm. to eat. They should come. There's an attitude to participate mm. in that rightly, but yeah, it's a, it's a time to be served and to serve. It's got all those components mixed in it. Yeah. Um, we love. Yeah. So
0: John 13, I think it's a phenomenal chapter. Wow. Um, yes. I, the more I read it, of course at Lexington as I preached it, I I just can't get away from awkward moment after awkward moment. <laughs> the, All right. I mean, it, it, to have Jesus wash your feet, um, to right. have Judas walk out, yep. Then for Jesus to talk about a new commandment, and then talk about the bread is his body, the the juice is his blood. Like, I mean, they're, they're drinking from a fire hydrant. No kidding. I mean it. I, I've only been in a couple of times where I could say, golly, like Terry, there's, there was, I go home and I'm trying to debrief with my wife and I'm like, there's so much that happened. I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Those guys had to be, there's a reason they fell asleep in the garden of Gethsemane. Their brain was, was slush working. after yeah, that, right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean. That good. Uh, anyway, I just, so when you think about that new commandment, love one another as I have loved you. People are going to know you're my disciples because you love. And then, and I really think he's going back to that. And I, I just did this. I showed you this act of love, washing mm-hmm. your feet, mm-hmm. and I need you to do this for one another—not
1: literally wash feet, but to love. What? What a great chapter. Yeah, it was. I, yeah, I never noticed. I don't know. I read it. I just never noticed that John's the only one that knew Judas was. Mm. Going to be like Jesus. He asked Jesus, and it seems like he asked him personally and not mm. publicly. And Jesus goes, This is the guy I'm going to dip the bread into. And mm. then he hands it to Judas, and Judas goes out the door. And you talk about fire hide, uh, hose. John's sitting there trying to process that the treasurer just walked out the <laughs> room. He yeah. just got excommunicated in essence because he doesn't belong in this conversation. Mm. So he's out, and now Jesus is going to give them a new commandment. It's That's heavy. And so John's got, he's sitting right beside Jesus. I mean, according to the text, it seems. Mm and he's processing all of this stuff it had to have been just overwhelming uh and him coming back and writing it later mhm pretty so uh john piper he he ties this to first john and says that john was so overwhelmed by this particular part that he wrote a whole book about it mm. loving one another and you I, if you've read first john i mean if these if our folks have read first john it's, it's like a broken record that's it love one another love one another love one another and he uses some of the very same language he uses that phrase little children mm-hmm. over and over I thought that was that was really it slips through the tracks on me because I I like to serve I like to go work mm-hmm. hard yeah and Jesus is slowing these boys down that are in a minute they're going to want to go to war mm-hmm. that's not how we fight yeah which is powerful
0: when um when I'm thinking about it you know talking about Going back and writing it, he makes it clear that he wants everybody to know Judas has not left the room yet when Jesus is washing feet. Yeah, he's still there. He's still there. Um, it's going to happen, but it hadn't happened yet. Yep. So he—it's almost like he wants to leave no doubt that Jesus loved Judas to the end, mm-hmm. and, so, and even says that in verse one. Like I—I I love these men to the end completely. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, if there was a way to... I just didn't have time, but, you know, we, we talked about we wanted our people to feel loved. And there are a lot of times we walk in, people walk in to a radius church or churches anywhere, yeah, and they don't feel loved or... Yeah. I mean, what, what's Judas thinking? He's got 30 pieces of silver in his, in his pocket. All he's got. And yeah. he, he knows what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. And... Man, to sit there and have this man wash your feet, and you got all of that, mm-hmm. which clearly later is going to be guilt and shame, and and Jesus
1: loving you anyway. Man, it's pretty spectacular. Powerful. Yeah, he, he, I, I'm reading another passage for this next week, but Judas, despite all of that exposure to Jesus, thinks he needs to bring some, you know a couple hundred men with mm. swords and clubs to arrest him. Like yeah. He kind of knows he's powerful, but he doesn't really know how he's powerful. That's right. It's just a, a kind of a freak show when he comes and kisses Jesus, and mm. Jesus shows his glory. Everybody falls to the ground, gets back up, and arrests him. Mm. It's just like the total, which which I think we see, you know, in our very culture, where the name of Jesus thrown around a lot. People kind of know about him. Uh, so, uh, for somebody taking this in, man, if you haven't really experienced the love of Jesus, mm. um, and all you know is uh, activity around the church. This man, you're missing it because this, all the peace Judas is right all in it and doesn't get it. Jesus loves him every bit as much as the other 11. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So thinking through for us to say, Hey, we serve very tangible for us. We love, and we love one another. And, and clearly these one another would be those, the 11 guys that are left. Yep. And, um, that group, after three years of ministry, is tight, it's close, it's going to be tight and close in the first few chapters of Acts. Mm-hmm. And for us, that we the closest thing we can do to simulate that for people is a small group, which you mentioned earlier. I mean, that, that's really, we can create that opportunity for you, but at some point you have to come vulnerable, willing to, to listen, willing to be vulnerable, willing to, to hear and to build a relationship.
1: Yeah, and it, it, uh, it really doesn't make sense to follow Jesus by yourself. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, in a nation that is, you know, again, we're established with a de- declaration of independence. Mm. And so we have and we actually kind of coined the phrase a personal relationship with Jesus. But to talk about walking with Jesus and never use the pronoun we makes no sense. Mm. You just can't find it. Yeah. There's certainly cases where, you know, Paul gets locked up. And he's isolated, but you still have he's still got guys coming around. He's leading the guards to Christ. It's you can't—you just can't picture. So, so with COVID, that's just this really challenging thing for our folks. They've got to fight for community and groups. Is our effort to provide mm-hmm. something, but they've got to have something. So, yeah. uh, we hope and we're praying that our folks find community if it's not in our groups, which you know, we, we were—we are excited about, even proud of. Yeah, Uh, to find it somewhere. Yeah. Third week.
0: This week we die. We die. How about that, man? I've been. It's been hard coming off my (laughs) lips for three weeks now. I know. I know. I've been saying we sacrifice. I know. I'm like (laughs) coming up short, man. Come on, baby. (laughs) Uh, Give us a little teaser. Little teaser. Without preaching.
1: Uh, Yeah, I gotta. I gotta hold back as much as possible. But I I think, uh, man, just thinking about our Savior he closes right so he he uh, serves and he loves but then he closes he mm. gives his everything uh on on our behalf and life is found in death so um our life obviously is based our, our new life in Christ is based on his death mm. and then his resurrection and and uh, that, man, that plays that really true as we walk, walk the planet. Many, many believers have literally physically died for their faith. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've got folks at our very church that uh, die to their own desires on a regular basis. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to talk about that because mm. they do it with their finances. Mm. Folks, folks die to consuming all of their resources. So as to give it away, um, we've got some folks in some really tough marriages but they, they die to their own desires mm. because they love God, because they're, they're going to be faithful to Jesus. There's, that is normal among the church, and I, we'll try to develop that in all kinds of ways, but it's a, man, it's an honor. I mean, Paul consistently is saying he wants to die like mm. Jesus died and, and then really even tells us that we did die with him. So yeah. we'll get into some of that on Sunday. I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah, so We die. feels a little weird. Yeah, especially in the middle of COVID and everything else. <laughs> exactly yeah. right. Well chosen. At least it's provocative. Yeah, right? That's right. That's right. That's right.
0: That's right. Uh, yeah, I've been selling you short. I just keep saying we, <laughs> we sacrifice. <laughs> <Got him. laughs> that's right. Clearly, I uh, have an aversion to death here. <laughs> um, so then after that, we go through Mark. Yeah. And. Um, Mark's uh, that's a great gospel, man. It's, my uh, favorite, my yeah. favorite gospel.
1: They're all good, but it's my favorite.
0: You like Mark because he's so pointed,
1: exactly. Yeah, sixteen chapters. Yeah, a few bullet points skips whole huge <laughs> parts of Jesus' life.
0: <laughs> uh, the
1: language is simpler.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, like he marks the average Joe gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I like that. So for me, it's always been uh, something that I when I plan a church, I always teach Mark. Yeah. I just want people to get the basics first. And in our society, I don't know about our folks taking this on, and uh, online, but uh, we just just don't know the gospels, don't know the story of Jesus. So Mark's a great way to get everybody started. Yeah, it'd be a great tool in everybody's toolbox if yeah. they lock in and and learn. Yeah, and j- you know, just from a you know historical standpoint, you're talking about this is the this is the first one. It's the first one. And yeah, I mean, most folks credit it as much to Peter as to Mark. That's right. And so you got the you know Peter, James, and John—they're right there, they're right there on, on all the big events of Jesus' life. So to have Peter uh, tell these stories and Mark somehow compile them—pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, probably talk about that a little bit because
0: I think there's uh, well, once we get started, there, there's some there's some really compelling things about the gospels and how they were mm. written that. To me, point to just the the validity
1: Absolutely. logically
0: uh, and historically
1: for the person of Jesus and his works. So. Yeah, they just just I mean Mark particularly, but all, all four Gospels they don't come off like fiction. No, they don't come off like made up stories. You, you mm-hmm. Just they wrote them all wrong. If that's what yeah, they're trying right. to come. They're
0: not nice and tight. No, yeah. they're
1: not. Yeah. Even even the beauty of their variety of views when they capture the same event, it is the powerful way the four Gospels are written for us it'd be fun to walk, spend some time in it it would be good yep and I know intermixed
0: in there we're going to talk about attributes of God yep. so as we look through the gospels we see his grace or holiness or sovereignty mm-hmm. and we can take a break from the the passage itself and then talk through some of these characteristics in more detail so yeah be unique for radius,
1: but I think it's going to be good. Yeah, we're going to mix it up a little bit. We're definitely talking about sovereignty right after the election. How about that? That seems like the perfect— yeah, That sounds painful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so So great in a time where there's so much unrest to be talking about the one who doesn't change. Yeah. And rest in his yeah. greatness Because I got a feeling that
0: Sunday after the election We're still not going to know who the president is <laughs> yeah, You're
1: probably right So we're
0: going to need to talk about probably, sovereignty in a big time way Probably right Probably
1: right. to <laughs> be really clear on that uh, one
0: That's good Well we'll do it again next week We'll, we'll talk about dying That sounds like fun <laughs> uh, We'll probably yep. have three people listen to us And yep. uh, we'll go from Everybody there Everybody wants to hear that That's it Well John thanks man And uh, this week's series has been good uh, We'll do it again next week